Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., or 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. I pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. May God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. These are the words that we will hear in a few moments after my reflections, when you are invited to come forward and receive the imposition of ashes. And as the dark powder, the remnants of last year's Palm Sunday fronds are smeared across your forehead, you will hear those morbid words. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The phrase is inspired by scripture, as most liturgy is, this time from the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. Or the fate of humans and the fate of animals is the same. As one dies, so dies the other. All go to one place, all are from the dust, and all turn to dust again. Obviously, these verses, like tonight's service, are supposed to remind us of our mortality. It is no accident that in that same chapter in Ecclesiastes, we find some other, perhaps more familiar verses that allude to our mortality. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. Pondering our limits, meditating on our mortality, these could provide fertile fodder for a hundred lengths, maybe more. But I wonder if there's something more to our dust. As these bits are smeared on our foreheads, and if we really get you good... A few dark particles fall also on the nose. Is there something more going on there? The former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, wrote a meditation after the attacks of September 11, 2001, titled, Riding in the Dust. Archbishop Williams was at Trinity Church, Wall Street, that very day, only blocks from the World Trade Center. And in the epilogue, he wrote... I called this reflection writing in the dust for many reasons. The obvious one, the sheer physical recollection of that dense gray atmosphere in the streets, the soft fall of ash and paper, the gritty eye-stinging wind. And then writing in the dust is writing something that won't last, something exposed to disillusion. In the nature of things, these words won't last, and I need to acknowledge and accept that. Dust can remind us of our sin. 
how we separate ourselves from God and from each other. Rarely do we sin on purpose, and we rarely purposely place dust on something or someone except for today. But as dust appears and gathers the remnants of who knows what, they are reminders of things done and left undone. And dust gets into things, irritating and grinding and causing malfunction and distress. We never know how the dust will affect us, and in the same way we can never anticipate how our sin might ripple out into the world. And on the flip side, dust can be like our good deeds. A kind word, helping someone in need in the background, praying for others. Those deeds also get into things. Cliché is to pay it forward, but it's so true in so many ways. And we never know how our goodness can infect the world. And thirdly, to push this analogy to the breaking point, dust can remind us of God. For like dust, God gets in. As the Celtics say, invited or uninvited, God is present. We may not be aware of God, we may be hiding from God, we may be yearning and searching for God, but God is always there with us. And in many ways, that's what Lent is really all about. A reminder of God's presence in our lives and God's desire to be closer to us every day. This morning, I had the distinct honor and privilege of helping with the distribution of ashes at Big Chapel for the lower school at St. Andrew's Episcopal School. Ash Wednesday with elementary school kids is an interesting endeavor. On the one hand, Ash Wednesday is a weighty occasion full of ritual and solemnity and meeting. But yet, it did not seem that way so much sitting in front of the pre-K-3 class. There were two little girls who couldn't stop hugging each other. One little boy was head back, mouth open, fully asleep. One little girl decided to take off her shoes. And there was more than one nose picker. <laughs> and then it came time for the actual distribution of ashes. Giving ashes to hundreds of people is going to take a while. So to keep the kids engaged and occupied during the distribution, they sang what Annie called the greatest hits of Big Chapel. And some of these songs are not exactly Lenten, but the kids know them by heart and enjoy them, so who really cares? Although it did make me laugh as I was giving ashes to kids and parents and teachers, all of a sudden the kids started belting out, he's got the whole world in his hands which I associate with sitting around the campfire. But then, as I thought about it again, those laughter, that laughter turned to tears. And the kids must have thought, who is this weirdo with tears streaming down his face giving us ashes? I wept because he's got the whole world in his hands is a very good distillation of our understanding of Lent.
God has got this. One of the greatest sins of the 21st century is our addiction to self-reliance. And this season of Lent and our dustiness remind us of what we are and whose we are. We are dust, and that is vulnerable and mortal. But we are more than dust. We are more than our sins. We are more than our good deeds. For when we claim our dustiness and we return to our identity as God's people, as Easter people, and we can bask in the knowledge that we are loved and wanted and in God's hands. As it says in tonight's psalm, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed us from our sins. As a father cares for his children, so does the Lord care for those who fear him. For he himself knows whereof we are made, and he remembers that we are but dust. God will never forsake us, no matter what sin or disease or storm might threaten us. All things are dust, and while these may perish, our real selves, our true selves, will live on. For our dust is of God, and God will hold us in our dustiness forever. Amen.